0: This is Comic picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, host, Jason Glick. How you doing? I'm doing good, John. How about you? It's summertime. It's hot. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you, it makes you glad you're indoors in, you're recording this, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just don't want to go outside. But then again, that's not really all that much of a change for me, you know? <laughs> I don't like going outside much anyway. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you have for us this week, sir? Okay. Well, this this week I decided I'm going to go back to the well of one of my favorite favorite comics. Rush. My favorite comic being still being published today, and that's Blade of the Immortal. Because you know I've been meaning to write up a lot of this stuff, like on like on the, on the main site for a while now. But then I figured, hey, you know what? I think I'm just going to just going to um, kill this bird with a stone and just talk talk about it instead. Okay, because well, because um, latest volume, um, footsteps, which is volume twenty-two, this seems to be the last volume we get for um, about another six months, because um, it's go- currently undergoing a uh, tra- translator change. Because hmm. um, Dana Lewis, who's been translating the series since since the very beginning, um, first with Torin Smith and then um, flying solo for the last several volumes, she's being she's. Um, I was told by Carl Horn at um, finding me that. Um, her... That her plate is too f- is too full right now with other with other commi- commitments, and like she's um she's gonna be this is her last last one that she's translating. It's gonna be passed over to um Kumar S- um huh. guy who does translations for for um Eden, It's an Endless World, and MP- PD Cycle, two series that were being published by Dark Horse but aren't being published by them anymore at the moment. Huh. So per- so now he's be- so now apparently Dark Horse thinks highly enough of him to uh, give him given the range for this for the new to, to translate on blade of the immortal now i like his generally i've like haven't had a problem with his translations but thing is like his translations tend to be more along the um invisible spectrum in the sense that you know, i read this and like you know i i don't even think about think about the um the, what what's gone into in translating there's not a whole lot of like you know li- um li- license uh, dramatic license like that you see in lewis's translations as well as um Dark Horse's own um, Carl Gustav Horn, who basically is the bar, um, as far as like, hey, if you're gonna um, take liberties with the, with, the, um, with the strict Japanese translation, you this is you have to be as entertaining as him in order to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with Blade of the Immortal, I mean, like, it's definitely got a much, much more modern voice to it, so I'm, it'd be interesting to see um, how it how his translation works. But still, I mean, hey, it's gonna take more than a, a simple change of translation to get me to to um, stop reading this series, especially when you get a volume like as good as this one. Because footsteps basically this is the first first volume of the next next ac activated immortal. After the um prison arc, which I talked about in depth last year, basically um now that now that that's over, um, um hierarchy somewhere can now get back to the um to like the, the main cast at large. So, like we get and apparently there's gonna be like three three separate um 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 plot Plot threads for this for this next arc. First, you got an, got to note Kagihisa and the rest of the Ito Ryu. Now that um, all this business with um, with um, Kagimura has been settled, um, they find that see they find themselves like still like still kind of on the outs, but also with an ultimatum to to get the hell out of Tokyo or, fi- or face m- immediate ex- execution by, by a Shogunate. Hmm. Then you've also got um, Kagimura himself, who after being dis- Disgraced by the events in, last vo- in the last couple volumes, and also um, now minus an I, he has been given um, one month to try and, to, um, try and uh, get, enact his revenge against, against the Ito Ryo, using his favorite uh, method, which is basically um, condemn criminals from death row. Hmm. Yeah. Then you've got um, Manji and Rin, who they're just taking this take, for the most part taking this volume easy, um, like recuperating from the events of the, of the prison arc. And also, you're just finding ways to like, show how their relationship has changed in the, la- in the last several volumes. So it's kind of interesting how how um, Rin, it's like how Rin seems to um seems to view all the, this closeness they've developed they've um that they've developed as more of a as a romantic entanglement. While well, while well, Manji see, looks at this and thinks that yeah, you've changed, but I'm still not thinking thinking of you in that way. You still remind me too much of my sister. So, but that one that particular um. Like thread takes takes the back burner because I mean most of the focus is on ano, Anotsu and um, and Tagimura because that was like Anotsu gets a, has a great great scene in the middle of the volume where he and his and his right hand um, Makie, um have one, have have a nice uh, loon, um, noontime noon time meeting with one of the shogun's advisors who wants to try and try and convince him that you need to get out of Tokyo or else I'm going to kill you it's like and he's um, brought a and he um, thinks he has um, an- Anotsu, um like entrapped, like trapped on the, in this position by um, making by ha- by having surrendered by a bunch of them, um, bunch of beautiful servant women who are apparently also skilled killers as well. <laughs> yeah, of course, Anotsu being the smooth operator he is, realizes that hey, you know what, I didn't want to be in Tokyo anyway, so I'm just gonna leave. And then as soon as he leaves, like he the guy the guy tells him, hey, you know, what? I'm glad we're able to come to an understanding here, and Anotsu just responds. Responds by telling him, Hey, yeah, you know what? I'm glad you. I hate seeing lots of death from See it like the man's a smooth up op- smooth operator. I'm looking forward to seeing where his threat goes. Now the thing is with that with but um Kagimura's arc is probably the most interesting because here's a guy who has spent the last sort of volumes as the chief villain of the series, and now he's thrust into a role that that basically has has him at a at a at disadvantage. I mean, basically he's his days are numbered, literally, and now he's got in order to um, try and make try to make his life worthwhile, he's got to achieve his goal of wiping out the, the, Toriyu. Thus yeah. into this mix are, are uh, is his um, illegitimate daughter, who um who's, who wants to prove herself to her to her father, and uh, and he wa- and so she managed to convince him into she managed to try and convince him into joining um, his his new group of assassins, the Rokidan. And, um, as, and so it's, so it's interesting now to see, to see, um, Kagimura in in a position, like working from a position of weakness where he's got to try and where he's trying to, um, find his way, like find a way to just like to maintain some shred of honor as he, as he marches towards the gallows. And even then when he gets word that, um, Anotsu is going to leave, um, like leave Tokyo and leave, and um am trick out somewhere else he's that'd be the end of his ambitions because he's he is forbidden from leaving the the town, so now he's got to find a way find a way to kill Onotsu before he he leaves town so it's so even though he's i still don't like i'm not actually like sympathizing with the guy or feeling feeling really sorry for him it's still it's still cool that someone is making the effort to actually like um cho Choman's a guy who's struggling with his with this task and even though i'm fairly certain he's not going to succeed. Um, it still, it still makes his, makes his um, th- uh, makes his efforts uh, all the more interesting to, wa- to watch. Cause like it's, it's just a great. I just love how like he, how he makes how somewhere has all this characters struggling to do what, do even the, it, even the antagonists. Cause, like a lot, of, cause like a lot of this, a lot of other series I read, I mean like all the villains are just like you know succeeding because like the writers say that they have to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, and this, like I said, it just, just makes. Which warms my heart to see everyone struggling in order to get get what they want. Characters are just that much more interesting as a result. Even better is in the last couple pages, sets up a uh, for the next volume sets up a um sets up a, a nice little heart to heart between um Anotsu and Rin, which you know the last time this happened way back in volume four resulted in the series um high watermark Rin's bane. So I'm looking forward to seeing like uh, what this what their um nice what their conversation happened as you can tell, and that's going to be coming um, in January, um, 2011. i um, assuming that um, Dark Horse's publishing schedule holds true, which mm-hmm. it often doesn't. But hey, we'll see. Anyway, but also, this also has some nice bonuses in, in the form of a uh, of of um, of um. Some are doing a nice two-page spread showing you what all the um with the female cast of Blade of the Immortal would look like in a in a gal game. Uh, it's it's a very it, very specific um, set of jokes that it, but if you've been reading the series long enough, like you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. Plus, we've got another installment of his um, Weapons Shop, which shows you like, all the crazy weapons he creates for, for the series. That's cool, too. So, overall, I mean, like, hey, yeah, you know, it's... You know, you, everyone here pretty, you pretty much knew that I'm going to like this volume, but still, I mean, hey, it's a great, great volume. Like, anyone who's been reading the series so far, you're going to get a kick out of this, and only rue the fact that you're going to have to wait until um, January to find out what the next, what's going to happen next. But if you want to um, kill some time, the Dark they, Horse they also released a translation of the Blade of the Immortal Light novel, Legend of the Sword Demon. This is now, the uh, ar- author for this, um, Junichi Osako, um, passed away recently. Oh. And, um, well, far be it for me to speak ill of the dead, but really, this is one for the, uh, for the completists only. So if you're like me and you love Blade of the Immortal to the to the death, then you're going to uh, you're probably going to um, get, get more out of this than like say like a casual person who's never read Blade of the Immortal before, because you know the story. I mean, it's basically like a a um, divergent retelling of the of the uh, of um, the first couple of volumes when um, Rin and Manji meet, and um, you also get uh, this is how they. Um, Tells the story of how they first meet, with a few slight differences. Then they um, also encounter this uh, cre- this um, create this um, really um, scary uh, monster named um, Inugami, who was um, working with the uh, with the with the Mugai Ryu in order to kill off the uh, members of the Ito Ryu. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically it's got all the um, all the major cast members show- showing up, and you know to his. To um, Osako's credit as well as um translator uh let's see what's her name let's see damn it who did... oh uh, english translation by um Cam- Nie. um they do a good job um, capturing the uh the voice and personality of all the it's like of all of all the characters and so it, no one's really behave, behaving too out of character or too differently from the series but the problem is, like, I was expecting you know just a nice little side story, something that you know like actually happens within the context of the the manga, because you know the the, the back of the book just doesn't really give the indication this is like this is an alternate this this is like a uh, alternate history version of the series, and you know had I known that I probably not sure if I would have um bought the bought this right away, but it's but you know, like because ultimately like the, the series the of this. This volume of this on book really have no, it's like really have no bearing on, it, on anything outside of it. I mean, yeah, if he wants to like do an entire series based on, on this, on starting with this volume, then more more power to them. But still, it's just ultimately um very inconsequential, and you're only going to want to pick it up if you um really can't get enough of Blade of Immortal, like I can't. That being said, the most interesting part of the book is Osako's afterward, where he talks about, where t- well, apparently talks about the fact that apparently the uh, alternate history, um, the divergent storytelling of the, book, of the um, novel was actually an editorial mandate from, from Kodansha. All that, basically, he said that they had three conditions they had to meet. Number one, the story had to diverge from the original story in the manga. Number two, not just Manji and Rin, but all of the popular characters, including Anotsu, Makie, Magatsu, and Shira, had to be involved. Number three, there had to be a powerful enemy unique to the novel. Now it's I like I like that little behind the scenes look at this stuff, and it does make me think that yeah, you know, for an editorial editorial ma- editorially mandated storyline, yeah, it's not bad, but still, yeah, like when, when the making of when it's about the making of the story, turn to be more interesting than the story itself, um, yeah, that's that's it right there. High standards, low production. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's not bad, but it's it's one for the so mm. anyway, yeah
1: Anyway.
0: Finally, this is the, uh, and this is something that's not really like, part of the storyline at all. This is the art of the Blade of the Immortal um, hardcover that was released by Dark Horse okay. uh, about a month ago. And, to, hey, you know, what's a Blade of the Immortal art book. I mean, okay, like, hey, I'm not really one for art books, but uh, as you have Probably gathered it, um, from how I talk about Bleeding Mortal in my in these podcasts that hey you know it's like if it says Bleeding Mortal I'm gonna buy it no matter what <laughs> and you know it's got a lot of pretty pictures most of these were used as um, covers to the Dark Horse um, to sing, when to when Dark Horse was on, publishing single issues of the manga and like it's even got some of them in color as well that's nice but the thing is like way back when the Japanese edition of this, this book came out um, I picked that up because. Well, you know, and um, <laughs> it's like I just thought this was nice. Now the English edition, you know, it's got some some extra photo, some extra pictures. Um, in it's like in there, as well as an introduction from artist Jeff Darrow, and like a translation of here of um, some of his text. Um, afterward in the back, but really, if you if I had known how much how little like an English edition would have um, added to this to the story, I probably just stuck with um my Japanese edition. Because it mm. really doesn't add things like English translation doesn't really add much at all. I mean, granted, Dark Horse's production values for the book are are impeccable, and if you don't own it, own the, the art book, then this is the version to get. Still, yeah, it's I wouldn't say say it's worth replacing the Japanese version of the book if you hadn't. Mm. Okay, and on and on that note, I'm gonna wrap it up because I, it's like hey, it's like you know that's. Blade of the Immortal stuff I have to talk about right now. I'll be probably back in about, and this will don't worry everyone if you're sick of me, sick of hearing how much I talk about Blade of the Immortal. Then hey, you're at least free for another six months until <laughs> one comes out. Gotcha. Yeah. All, All right. right. So until, yeah. So until everyone, you just take it easy. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.